0: Christianity has to do with only the person of Jesus Christ. But there is a greater pain in our culture today to know that oftentimes Jesus and Christianity has been distorted. We don't hear about Jesus on the pulpits anymore. Many people are worshiping a different Jesus. They have invented their own Jesus and not the Jesus of the Bible. And this podcast deals with this problem as we get into what the Bible really says. Paul in Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek the biblical word gospel refers to the message of salvation it is the good news about the message of salvation what are the details of the good news and why is it good news The apostle Paul probably talks about the gospel message more than any other New Testament writer. He uses the word gospel for the message he preached about Jesus. Without the gospel, we are told, we have no hope of everlasting life with God because we are estranged from God because of sin and that believing the gospel is the only way to rectify the situation. The Gospel is about the hope of eternal salvation through Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. But without understanding the work of Jesus in comparison to who we are before this holy God we would not have the full magnitude of what it really means. And so we see the book of Job probably the earliest book in the Bible Job asks the oldest question in Job chapter 9 verse 3 he says, Truly I know that it is so. But how can a man be in the right before God? Job knew who this God was. He knew he was a holy God. And so he asked the question, How can any person, any human being, be in the right before God? This is the question that every religion on the planet has to answer. That is why religion actually exists. All religions exist to answer that question. How can any person be in the right with a holy and a just God? And almost all religions have a struggle with this question, And almost all of them. Every religion tells you to do things before you can please their God. All religions is a reflection of satanic lies and deceptions to lead people astray from the true God of the Bible the Bible tells us something that is remarkable it reveals things that we don't know the Bible gives us the gospel which gives the right answer on how any person any human being can be right with this God and we are told that it is only through the love of God That is what we see on that tree. We see the offering of His gracious forgiveness and salvation made possible by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ alone. Everything is summed up in Jesus Christ. It's all about Him. Everything was pointing to Him. It is His righteousness, His shed blood, His fulfillment of everything. The Bible makes us aware that we are all sinners and the Bible even says no one does good in the eyes of this holy and just God. No one does. Every other religion either denies sin as a problem or says the solution is human performance, repeating rituals, saying prayers, observing some religious days or otherwise doing self good. But only the gospel is honest about the human situation. And the human inability to do a thing about the problem other religions will tell you either you can fix the problem on your own apart from God or that you don't have a problem at all the gospel is the only truth that tells you and me that a loving God had provided the solution and he did the gospel is true honest which casts to the core. It tells you the truth even though it hurts. And that shows love. The Bible describes our predicament in several ways. We read in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, when Jesus said he was here to seek and save the lost. See, by nature, the Bible tells us we are all dead in trespasses and sins. Paul says that in Ephesians 2, verses 1 down to 5, he says, Like the rest of mankind and he goes on to say how we were ungodly Paul addresses that in Romans chapter 5 verse 6 for while we were still weak at the right time Christ died for the ungodly Paul continues to tell us how we were alienated from God in Ephesians 4 verse 17 and 20 he says now this I say and testify in the Lord that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do In the futility of their minds they are darkened in the understanding alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality greedy to practice every kind of impurity this is what we were before God and how hostile we were towards God Paul tells us in Colossians 1 21 and you And of which I Paul became a minister and he goes on to say that because we were at one point his enemies Romans chapter 5 verse 10 for if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his son much more now that we are reconciled shall we be saved by his life this is not a pretty picture it is not a pretty picture of who we were before this holy God No one can stand in this judgment on their own merits, even on their best days. Even on our best days, our own righteousness is like filthy rags as Isaiah says. So how is it that we could be able to stand in the judgment of God? And the answer is only when we are covered with the righteousness of God. Paul tells us what the gospel actually is as he summarizes in 1st Corinthians 15 verse 1 to 7 now I would remind you brothers of the gospel I preached to you which you received in which you stand and by which you are being saved if you hold fast to the word I preached to you unless you believe in vain for I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received that Christ died for our sins in accordance With the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures Paul also defines the same gospel elsewhere when he says Paul as a servant of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle set apart for the gospel of God concerning his son who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead Jesus Christ our Lord through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience as Romans chapter 1 verse 1 to 5 we are told that the son of man became man he suffered and died on the cross so that our sins will no longer keep us out of God's family as we are told in 2nd Corinthians 5 verse 21 For our sake, God made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We can take no credit for salvation. Jesus gets all the credit. He rose from the dead so that we could also overcome death and be with his father, our father. We can boldly call him our father because of what he has done the only true God forever this is the good news this is the good news is good because our salvation doesn't depend on our performance you don't see anything about your amazing track record of having clean sheet or doing so good in those passages the content of the gospel is not about what you have done or might do or need to do it's about what someone else did for you that's good news for all of us because none of us is perfect and none of us can be unless we are with his righteousness none of us pleases god all the time none of us is fit to live in his family and be called by his name on our own we have to be made acceptable to god through jesus christ alone And there goes some bad doctrines of the gospel, which has made most people miss the meaning and understanding of the gospel of Jesus. They teach the gospel of salvation is self-improvement or personal enlightenment. Looking within themselves, trying to do good by themselves on their own journey of self-awareness. How can you do that? How can you please a God on your own? But the biblical description of the gospel defies all such things the gospel of salvation through Jesus Christ has nothing to do with self the reason is that we are in a culture that is caught up in performance religious acceptance it feels wrong to us to get something good without having worked for it even a little bit the idea that believing in what Jesus did for you is the sum total of what's necessary for everlasting life just doesn't seem right to a generation who believes in doing things to get rewards surely we have to do something otherwise how could we deserve it but the truth is no no but that is the beauty of the gospel when we read the bible biblical story and we see who this god yahweh jehovah is in relation to his creation you immediately grasp that we don't deserve what God offers and that is a struggle for many people we want to feel like we've earned the good things we have but the gospel tells us that the focus is entirely on God and Jesus it doesn't let us take any credit the gospel cares nothing about what you do for acceptance But he cares everything about who you are who you already were who you already are today it doesn't matter you are human you are his creation you are the object of god's love and none requires performance the content of the gospel is god's offer to forgive you and me and give us a permanent place in his family His offer shows his love and kindness and that is grace. There is no greater power than Yahweh. There is no greater power than God. He hasn't been coerced into doing things. No one is twisting his arm in loving you. He offers you salvation because of his love for you and me. He wants you. All he asks is that you believe. And that is the good news of the gospel when we don't image God lacking God's nature we abuse our intelligence and the freedom to get what we want and sometimes often harming others in the process we live in our own self destructive ways when we don't image God we break his laws when we violate manipulate and otherwise abuse others That is sin away from his righteousness. We are by nature sinners, self-absorbed and rebellious. That is why Paul tells us in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short. Yes, of the glory of God. This is who we are apart from God. And God knows that. We are all sinners needing a savior. And that is the good news of the gospel story, that God knew all that. But he loved us anyway. He loved us whilst we were yet sinners. As Romans 5.8 Paul says God shows his love for us in that while we were yet still sinners Christ died for us. Whilst we were still sinners. It wasn't when we were clean. It wasn't when we were righteous. You don't need to perform at a sufficient level to make God love you. Come as you are and accept that you are a sinner and need a saviour. God has loved you all along and so provide this gift of salvation and that is the good news. God is always faithful to us even as we are not faithful. This is this God Yahweh Jehovah God. For God so loved the world that He gave His unique Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life we have to remember that we do good and we worship and we do all the other things to God not to get approved or to be saved but we do these things because we have been saved by Jesus God has written his law in every human heart as Romans chapter 2 tells us Paul says that the law of God is written in every human heart and what that means is that people know what is right and they know what is wrong regardless even if they don't know God so there is this conscience that either accuses or excuses them based on their behavior and as the law of God is written in our hearts our sinfulness and our need for salvation is to look at the Lord written in our hearts and it is god's law and the law is the schoolmaster as paul says to drive us to christ none of us can face the law of god none of us can face the 613 laws in the old testament none of us can even face the new testament laws the law beats us to the point that it brings us to christ so that it is the work of the law that we see our sin we see what sin is and we recognize our sins and that is to drive us to the grace of god this grace is an offer of forgiveness salvation and eternal life that comes from god alone it cannot be earned it cannot be merited it cannot be deserved it comes as a gift from god freely given and received by faith alone, not by works, not by merit or traditions or ceremonies, but by faith alone. It is the gospel of grace from God through the shed blood of His Son Jesus Christ and His resurrection received by the sinners through faith. We cannot stand in our own righteousness. So what happens is when we put our trust in Christ, God takes His own righteousness and covers us with it that is the covering, so that when the judge looks at us he sees Christ's righteousness because when Christ was on the cross he was bearing our sins on the cross and was paid he paid it all when he said to tell us that paid in full and now he looks at us in the courtroom and he sees he sees that we are covered with the very righteousness of Christ and that that is the only way you can stand before a holy and a perfect judge and this is what paul goes on to say that there is only one gospel both jews and gentiles but there are those who preach other gospels of which today we have to be even watchful as they are everywhere in galatians 1 he says i marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of christ to a different gospel which is not another but there are some of you who are troubled who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you let him be accursed as we have said before and so now I say again if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. Galatians 1 6 9. The gospel of Jesus Christ is based upon his completed work. There is one and only one gospel. When it says in Matthew 4 23 that Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, that means one thing it means that he is the subject of the gospel his work in fulfillment of the law including his death burial and resurrection that is the completion of the basis of the gospel and that is the good news the gospel of the kingdom is one and it is the work of the messiah jesus christ that gets believers into that kingdom the same gospel was preached to abraham beforehand as paul notes that in, in galatians 3 8 and the scripture foreseeing that god would justify the gentiles by faith preached the gospel to abraham beforehand saying in you all nations shall be blessed the righteousness of jesus is granted to us by grace received by us through faith we have in god we are not just saved by faith we are saved by his grace through faith faith is the instrumental means where we benefit from what God has done for us so that no one could boast in his sight for it is so that he receives all the glory. So from beginning to end, it is the hand of God, it is the work of God in our lives for which we give him praise. And that is what Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel. And I ask you today, can you say that? Can we say that we are not ashamed of the gospel? In 1 Corinthians 1 18 for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing to us who have been saved it is the power of God he says from the perspective of the wisdom of the world it is foolishness but to the electus the called out ones, God in his mercies has revealed to us that we may see the glory of our Creator Christ through the cross Believe in the gospel means not believe in other teachings or ideas about salvation And that there's no other way of salvation The bible says that there is no other way Think about it Why would God the creator of the universe Why would God the father send his son His unique son Jesus to die such a horrible death on the cross If there was or there were any other way For you to be with him the son had to become a man and overcome death this was the only way and believing in God's plan is the only way of salvation there is no person beside Jesus who can save as we are told in Acts chapter 4 verse 12 and there is salvation in no one else for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved and that is why Jesus himself put it so bluntly. I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is exclusivity. No one becomes a member of God's forever family except through what Jesus had done. You don't add it to the gospel, to other beliefs. It is exclusive. Believing the gospel means turning away from other beliefs. The message of the doctrine of the cross is the truth that Jesus Christ God's only unique son died on the cross as an atoning sacrifice for mankind and to the world this message is nonsense because they don't see sin as a problem. In our world today there are those who call good evil and evil good but the cross of Jesus shows that the sin is an infinitely great problem and there is no way for us finite beings to bridge that gap in order to be restored to a holy and a just infinite god instead god himself through his love had to provide the bridge jesus christ who is fully human who could mediate for his human followers and as fully god could mediate to his infinite father the cross is the only atoning sacrifice for sin apart from the cross of Jesus Christ there is no other way to be reconciled to God and this is foolishness to the world the world looks to self for righteousness before God they want to do things their own way to either please themselves or be good but Paul explains the believers state when he says but to us who are being saved those who believe this message of the cross is not foolishness to them but they are saved from it they have believed they need a savior and they have moved to another category from eternal death to eternal life in Christ being saved and that is our eternal salvation the message of the cross is salvation to everyone who believes anyone who turns and believes will be saved one must turn from self and unto christ accepting that what god has done is in fact not foolishness but glorious the gospel is intended to be transformative anyone who has been who has embraced the gospel is a new creation the old has passed away and behold the new has come sin is what necessitated the cross of Jesus Christ the cross of Jesus Christ is what is capable of atoning for sin therefore there is no other way to be reconciled to God except through the cross of Jesus Christ believe in the message of the cross and be saved and to those who have accepted this good news already all we can do is to give Him praise and give Him praise Give the praise to Him alone. This is the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. And may God bless you in accepting this good news.